Malo Lavalisu for Soho Malo here on the Tahi. Seven days, 15 hours, 42 minutes and 29 seconds away from the next time that Evie takes leave. Now, in saying that, I need to welcome back to the studio my illustrious co host, Evie! Hi! She's Good. back! I'm back, and uh, my co host is Samoan, so Talofa. Happy Samoan <laughs> Language Week. Love that. I'm really glad you're back. It's been a. Um, it was it was it was quite a non-event doing the show on my own, but today, Tuesday, thirtieth of May, you are back. I'm back. I was Feeling... sick. Now I'm not sick. No, you're not sick. I'm did, fine. Did you did you have any hacks for getting better? Uh, no, I just was sick and I drank a lot of water and I napped a lot, and then I'm better now. Woo! And now you're back. I'm it's back. Good to have you back. It was like really um. Like, it took me back to when I used to host a night show and I'd be on my own in a small room, <laughs> essentially, like, talking to the walls for four hours. <laughs> like, you know, like, people are always, like, in, like when you, like, so, like, you know, behind the scenes, when you get in the radio, they're like, you know, like, uh, you're just, you're chatting to a mate, but, like, reality. You're not. There's no one there. I'm in a small room on my own talking, <laughs> like, essentially, I'm just talking to myself. I'm laughing at my own jokes, and that was basically what... Like last week, I, was, I was thinking was. though that this room would feel really like empty and large it's if you a were large in it on studio. your own. It's a larger room than you'd think. Yeah, yeah. And well, just... I'm back. Thank you. It was awesome. Yeah. Um. Also, awesome having Harry on. Oh yeah. That was great. I'm nice bummed I missed that. The big chief on the show. He, Gotta um, support the Nuggets, guys. Yeah, he kept coming. He's like, I got another bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, man, if you want to be on the show, it's fine. Yeah, just in, just say so. It's totally cool. Um, coming up on the show today, obviously, it's Salmon Language Week. We've got some celebrations, some interviews. We've also got a chat about the last week of New Zealand Music Month. Make sure you stick around for that. But like I mentioned, let's kick things off by chatting about the greatest week of all time, Salmon Language Week. So yeah, Salmon Language Week this week, running uh, right on through until Saturday. Uh, it's an awesome week, one of my favorite weeks, a great week to celebrate what I consider to be the greatest nation of all time. Six, eight, five, Salmon to the Aussie, baby. Do you know that uh, Salmon was founded by God? Yeah, that's great. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Go yeah. Samoa. Go Samoa. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. I thought my Language Week is like a great opportunity, I think, not only for like me and like many others that are part of the New Zealand born diaspora, you know, um, we're Samoans that have been born and raised here in Aotearoa and we're, we're disconnected from our homeland. It's a great opportunity for us to uh, reignite those conversations around learning the language. Um, I myself am no expert in the language, but I'm slowly learning more. This year has been really cool for me because I actually finally now working here for the Tahi is like, I actually have time to go and do Samoan language classes. Um, but it's an awesome opportunity too for people who aren't Samoan, like you listening right now, you might not be Samoan. This is a great opportunity for you to learn a bit more about Samoan culture. We're more than just the rock. Okay. We've got, got, you got, Heaps of stuff. Heaps of yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was like going to say an example, and then I was like, what am I wrong? That's right. We, we got, hey, Mr. Cowboy, Mr. T, all right, David Tua. There's some great people out there, right? Poetic. It's, you know, I don't know if you know this, but uh, the new Samuel National Anthem's pretty sick. Poetic, Victor J. Seafor. Big 685, the song 685. It's our new Samoan national anthem. Is it like the real name? No. No, okay, good. But it should be. I would have just I would start a petition to change it. Yeah, Yeah. why not? I think our national anthem should be Poirier. (laughs) Genuinely. (laughs) It's a really good song. Everyone likes it. Anyway, back to Samoan language language week. (laughs) But Samoan language week is, again, like I said, a great opportunity for you, whether you're Samoan or not, to take some time out and learn a bit more about a language and culture that you may not know a lot about. And I mean, it's as simple as just sprinkling things in. I don't think for like the language weeks, uh, you got to go all out and go and like, be like, I'm going to learn 
just I'm gonna be bi- like bilingual by the end of the week. Just sprinkle in some words throughout your week. Malo suifo or talofa. Great ways for you to just start your like journey in Samoan. Like when you're out and about and you meet some friends. Malo suifo. Maybe you go out in the morning. You get yourself an aikai bowl. I don't know. Aikai bowl? Uh, is it aikai or acai or what? Acai. A- I don't know. I don't eat healthy stuff like that. I say like it's that. aikai. An aikai bowl. Go get yourself one of those. You know. Just Can like you teach sp- me <laughs> teach me some fun words in Samoan? I want to teach you some swear words after Yay! the show. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and this is hey, and if you're Samoan, you're listening to this. It is your God-given birthright to teach your Palangi friends a swear word. And if you don't teach them, you're letting the ancestors down. All right? Mm. You I, know go out there, I know that one. I need you to go out there and teach them swear words and tell them that it means something else. Mm. All right? That's funny. Yeah. It's yeah. so... It's like the best thing on earth. Yeah, it never gets old. It actually never gets old telling yeah. someone, like, hey, say this. It means, like, love you, and it means, like, you suck. You're the yeah. worst. You're a piece of shit. Oh, it's yeah. like... It's a, it's a God-given birthright. All Samoans should do it. Go out. Celebrate Salmon Language Week. We've got a few ways we're celebrating uh, Salmon Language Week throughout the the week uh, here on the show, as well as on our social media. But today, just go out. My best encouragement is to just, when you greet somebody, malo. Malo suifo if you want, or talofa. Or even if you're just saying goodbye, tofa suifo, or just fa for slang. Just sprinkle a bit in your vocab. Just get it in there like salt and pepper. Use mm. it throughout the week when possible. Uh, and our next guest I'm going to talk a bit more about in a moment is going to help us celebrate Samoan Language Week. Welcome to the show, my illustrious guest, Enric Satanile, our social media journalist who, to celebrate Samoan Language Week, has brought us an incredible documentary, um, Tautua Inked for Service. Mm. Um, this documentary of yours is actually very personal and covers you and your uh, personal journey with the Be'a and the Malufie. It's a very... You know, I, I, I mean, having experienced myself, I know just how, truth be told, traumatic of an experience it can be. It's a, it's a lot of pain to endure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for those who don't understand what the Be'a is, this is the, uh, as we call it, the full body Samoan tatal, the traditional tatal. The Be'a in particular is the male version, the Malu being the female's version. Um, and you embarked on your journey, which was what, three weeks? Just over two just over two yeah, so it was two from start to finish but we took breaks over like the weekend and nice. so all in all it was like 11 sessions oh mm. nice um, and this documentary of yours covers an aspect that I think we very rarely talk about in media yeah. I think when you watch uh, stuff about the bear at least when like I was before I did mine I was trying to find YouTube videos talking yeah, yeah, yeah. about I think, it I think that's everyone um, before yeah they, they try to like learn just as much as they can about it. No, the thing, the thing about it, because similar to you, I was, I was on YouTube. I was going through like as many written pieces as I could, like research papers. And when you are on YouTube, hoping to find documentaries or, or videos about the bit, they're all just people's to tell journeys. Mm. And you know, while they are beautiful, each story, each story starts to look the same after a while. Um, and so what I wanted to do for this piece was to well, obviously share my story, a story that I think everyone who wears the Malo fear can relate to, but also try to further the conversation. Instead of just talking about, you know, my process, um, what that process could mean to not only me, but the Samoans that live overseas or the Samoans that live outside of Samoa, mm-hmm. and also what that could mean for the future of, of the Tatao. It's a, a very important conversation for us to have because I know, like, I know, like, if you've been on Twitter, yeah, young Samoans talking about traditional tatau, yeah, it can be pretty bad. 
Like I, I think there's a there's I've a seen. for those who don't understand there's a strong divide um, between people and and sort of the ideologies around traditional tattoo and who can get it and what it means and things like that and I think something that was really special that your documentary touched on was like you mentioned Salmon's living overseas and I think often when people say oh what does your tattoo mean to you it's like for me I talk about how what it means to honor my grandfather and things like that but in particular you get into the root of it which is service yeah. And what service is, and I suppose for people who aren't Samoan, how do you explain what service means to us? Service, I feel like in a broad sense, service is um, putting others before you. But because family is so such an important part of Samoan culture, so tua or Samoan service is putting your family before you, and you know, in everything that you do, everything that you do, the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you work, like how you conduct yourself all relates back to how you want your family to be you know perceived by the community and how you want your family to be taken care of in the way because you know someone's they talk a lot as you would know um and so you know when you do something or when you muck up you know as everyone does it always reflects back to your parents are oh, like whose son is this and so service you know it's 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 about conducting yourself in a way that honors your elders that honors your village and your community hmm. mm. I think something like that point we mentioned before about um, the importance of it and what it represents for the future, and in particular for Samoans living overseas, there was a really special note to touch on. I myself have seen the documentary ahead of release, mm-hmm. um, and the professor yep. that you had on, um, what's his name? Um, I had the honor of talking to Taiyao Dr. Tautunu, who is the director of the Sense of Samoan Studies at the National University of Samoa um, back home. That was a great conversation. I love that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I I wish that I could release an extended version of that thing mm. because the whole chat was almost half an hour, but I only got maybe the best seven minutes out of it into the documentary. That but there were so narrow, many good yeah. nuggets of knowledge in there, man. Yeah, he's a, a incredibly wise man, a very smart man, and and made me very emotional when he was talking about what the tattoo means to Samoans living overseas. Mm. You know, and and how a lot of us being detached from our culture and being detached from our homeland. Um, what the tattoo can kind of represent to us and, and, and yep. mean to us. Was it a was it a very emotional thing, obviously, doing your malufir, that journey being emotional enough? Mm-hmm. What was it like making the documentary? It, it, was, it was a pretty surreal experience. I feel like during the filming, I was like a bit detached from it, from like a personal point of view, because I was just like, okay, we need to film this scene, that scene, and then the next scene. I need to secure these dates for these interviews. But then when I was putting it together, when I was compiling the footage and I was going over and I was trying to write the story for the documentary, I know it really like, it really was like holding a mirror up to my face and just being like, what story do you want to tell? Like, who, who are you really? And who do you want? And what part of you do you want people to see? And I was very, very uncomfortable with the screening that you were a part of. Um, <laughs> because we had a few people at that screening. And um, no, I don't think I've ever been that open, that vulnerable. Especially in front of people that aren't my immediate family. Mm. Um, yeah, so having you guys watch it was, I think, a hurdle. And now that you guys have watched it and I've sort of cleared that, um, I'm, I'm ready for enough for everyone to watch it it's um i i think you know for people that don't understand and who have an experience that i didn't know before i experienced just how humbling that amount of pain can be yeah you know yeah. but at the same time how much confidence it builds in you because you get through it and you think man i can do anything yeah but also that like feeling of vulnerability i mean like like i mean like if we want to just like go for the lowest common denominator you're next to butt naked 
with yep. like a bunch of strangers. Yes, sir. And they are putting you through in like endeavors of agony. Yeah. They call yep. it the House of Pain for a reason. For a reason. Um <laughs> for those of you who don't know, and we'll probably have like photos for later on, mm. um the Samo traditional male tattoo starts from the mid torso and it ends below your knees and it's full coverage almost all the way down. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Do with that information what you may. <laughs> so you have a group of seven grown men who you've never met before your first session. I don't know if this is all good to air, but they're spreading your ass cheeks. Oh, well, yeah. you know. Oh yeah. Um, they're pulling your un- <laughs> they're pulling your undies down. They're they're moving it off to the side to get like this region. They're putting their hands so, in places that that you don't feel comfortable having hands in places. <laughs> and so after that process, in my mind at least, I was like, I've had these men grope me. <laughs> Nothing can stop me now. Yeah, I like know, you know. Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a part of you that's just like, man, I let a bunch of strangers see everything, man. Yeah, like, yeah. what is it? Like, you know? like what what else do I have left to hide now? So Yeah, you know? That's what it is, man. But it's a it's a very strange experience to go through that. And I think, um, you know, like that feeling I had at my Samanga of like basically being this just like human canvas yep. that was just being pulled and tugged in different directions and slapped and tapped and um, then sitting there in front of my grandfather mm. and my family as the Samanga takes place was like one of the most emotional things I've ever experienced. I've never felt more vulnerable. It's like such a strange thing to yeah, say. Yeah. Like, lowest common denominator, yeah, you've been like damn near naked and, and going through a lot of pain but also there's a side to you that's like you're spiritually and emotionally Yeah. You've let it all out. It's, you know? It is It is a very spiritual process and especially at the end when it's finished the release of emotions very very cathartic i think looking back on it and so yeah it's it's there aren't enough words there aren't enough words to describe that feeling and so it, it is a very special moment um and people are going to be lucky enough to watch this now it's actually going to be available uh we're, we're recording this before the um release um you can find that documentary on rnz's website yep the rnz website the rnz youtube the rnz facebook yes yes um, but also, uh, this is a very special thing. Obviously, it's very personal. Um, but very rarely does do people get the opportunity to film, in particular, uh, with the Suluape family, yeah. um, who performed his Tatautokufungas. Um, it's a very, very rare insight into uh, the tradition and technique and process of the, uh, in particular, the Samoan um, Malufia, the Pea. Mm. Uh, so I encourage you just, you know, learn a little bit take it in um thank you so much for not only joining me on the time but bearing your heart and your bum (laughs) (laughs) thank you for having me man it's been it's been a it's been a pleasure being here another big shout out to the uso um evie now that you're back uh the documentary is out um what did you think about it i loved it yeah i really loved it i found it really interesting and like I really enjoyed his discussion about, like, what is home, where is home, like, what does that mean? That was, like, that made me think about a lot of stuff. Mm. But it was, I mean, also, it's like, I know Andrick, like, I've known him for a while, and watching him in all that pain was quite, like, I don't know, it was quite, you don't really see your friends, like... In agony. In agony that often, (laughs) right? So I was like, damn, Andrick, like, pop off, King. Like, it it was awesome, and I'm, like, honestly, like... I don't know, I'm really proud of him. Mm. It's an amazing documentary. He's done such a great job. Like, 
just beautiful. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's awesome, and I think it's really cool too to hear what you think of it because, like, as Samoans, like we're so proud to like having other people who aren't Samoan, especially like I'm not looking for Balangi validation, but mm. I always like introducing other people to our culture, and it's cool like that like someone like yourself is able to learn about this stuff. It's just, especially like because like some of the footage that he got and some of the stories that are told, you don't often hear mainstream mm, you don't mm, see them mm, shared mm, publicly mm. they're sort of like things you talk, talk about in private it's a very personal experience yeah i liked um you know like for him it was quite a spiritual experience mm. and like all the pain was like part of it for him and like we were talking about this before but it's like you've told me about when you got yours done and like it was painful and everything and like it's not like i wasn't listening to you or like didn't hear you but it's like seeing it in that way is it's, like it's different it's eh? different right yeah. like i'm like damn i can't believe you like pop off man yeah talking Ow. about it and seeing it, it's a totally two different things yeah no it was yeah. beautiful really 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 awesome well awesome here's your opportunity to check it out Tautua Inkful in service uh, it's available on the RNZ website uh, it is an incredible documentary following his journey with the Tatao. Um I encourage you to check it out to help us celebrate Samoan Language Week and just learn a little bit more you know what I mean Moving away from Samoan Language Week, though, let's talk about video games, baby. We all love video games. Maybe not everyone, but us here on the Tahi, we consider ourselves some gamer girls and boys. You know what I mean? I was about to say, yeah. in gaming news, because I'm a gamer girl, um, <laughs> the Golem game. The Golem game. New Golem game has come out, Chunk. and it is crap. <laughs> and I'm, I'm allowed to say that because I love Lord of the Rings, and mm. I'm all about it. But this game uh, was made by German developers from a company called... Daydelic, which I'm probably saying wrong. Daydelic, David Dallas, I don't know. You you tell me. Um, but they have not really made any Lord of the Rings games. This company mostly makes like little clicky fun games like Unrailed, which was really fun. But for some reason they were given the opportunity to make this first person kind of you are Gollum in a Gollum game. And uh, Gollum looks weird as hell yeah why does like, he have a fringe yeah he looks weird it's like he already <laughs> looks weird right but like how do you make Gollum more uggo yeah like how do you do that then second of all the voice acting is miserable oh really bad absolutely miserable and then third this is the worst part you have to pay eight dollars for the elves to speak elvish and for Gollum to say like my precious I, what is the point if he's not like I, I, you have to buy an additional piece of content you have to pay on top of by the way for those who aren't too familiar with video games the golem game retails at like a hundred bucks right i think it's like 70 bucks 70 bucks Jeez, and then you're still gonna pay another ten dollars on top of that for what a bit of law language yeah and golem like saying the line the line it's, it's like, the line what hey are we quote doing? Lord of the Rings my precious that's you know like I mean I want me elf speaking elvish and I want my orc speaking walkish or mordor yeah. or whatever you know but it's like it doesn't actually have to be canon for the game to be good like we had Shadow of Mordor that was not really canon that was not really tied into what was, was happening and they made Shelob sexy for some reason but we were having fun mm. we were having a good time this game was not a good time and there was a lot of outrage a lot of backlash people were not happy and the company that made it uh, David Dallas, Daytelic, um, apologized and were like, yeah, like, we're going to fix some of the bugs, but eh, that's the game, sorry. And you they really also got the name that. of the game wrong in the apology. Oh, great. I See, know. like, you, you don't even need to be, like, into video games to understand, like, it's bad. If you go look at those photos of Gollum, it's yeah. shocking. And also, if you go listen to whoever it was that voiced Gollum, 
Like, bro, like, I, we can do a better impression of my precious. Like, it's, whoever did it, like, the opening shot of the game, apparently, is Gollum, like, jump out. And if you watch the clip, it's just him going, my precious, my precious. And it's like, uh, uh. <laughs> everyone does a better impression of that. Like, I, it's, it's shocking that, like, the, like, they're charging people for this. And it's just, yeah, it's 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 crazy. But um, actually, there's some good news for the gaming industry here in Aotearoa, correct? Oh, yeah, and the budget, a uh, bunch of tax-free stuff for game developers. They're basically trying to encourage people to make games in New Zealand. Mm. Um, which, I mean, like, we're doing pretty good at it so far. We've got Mini Metro, mm. Mini Motorways, made right here in Aotearoa. We had that game that was number Drench. one. Dredge, Dredge, I think it was Dredge. Dredge, like you know, we're good at it. We got yeah. stuff going on. I know people that are doing coding or whatever it takes to make a game. Pop off, Kings. I feel like considering Lord of the Rings was filmed here, we should develop the games here. Well, that only seems right. This is the thing, right? Is I don't know what is going on with the Lord of the Rings IP anyway, because it's like this is like the latest in a string of like not so great Lord of the Rings content. Mm. And like as someone who loves Lord of the Rings and like really, really loves Lord of the Rings. I thought I don't want to upset anyone because Rings of Power did create a lot of opportunities for people until it didn't. But like, it's not that good. It it's nothing on the trilogy. Even mm. the Hobbit movies aren't that great comparatively to you know, Return of the King. Yeah, yeah. And then we got this crappy game, and apparently Amazon's making another game, and it's like, stop. Yeah. You know, if you're not going to do justice to, like, the original, like, king of world building, one of the, like, most famous stories ever told, probably my favourite story, mm. just be cool about it. Make it good. Like, yeah. Welcome to the world of being a Star Wars fan. Yeah, you guys got to deal with a lot, and, like, eh? lack of quality. It's just, ugh. They're pumping out Star Wars they're, they're stuff, man. There's no end. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't... I've seen, I believe, like... I've seen the first Star Wars's, the originals. Mm. I've seen the ones with Hayden Christensen, and they were all good. And I've seen one of the recent movies with um, Adam Driver, and like three episodes of The Mandalorian, and that's it. But that's like not even like three percent. That's mm. like it's it's. I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know how you guys do it. Over to New Zealand Music, our latest new music post is available now on our social media. Some of the latest records were added to the stream. This week's uh, featured artist, William Singe, uh, he performed for Waiata Anthems, his single Fano, and it was so good. We posted the clip on our social media. It's real good. Yeah, it's yeah. a great record. Will, Will is, like, genuinely such a talent. I'm glad to see he's still making music to this day. Like... He's been around for so long. It's, it's it's cool to see him like just constantly growing and making like better music with each year that passes. So big shout out to William Singe. Uh, also, Yaya, new song, How I'm Feeling, RN, meaning right now. For right those now. who might have caught on to that. Oh, thank you. Um, just, a, just another new song from Yaya. It's a bit different for her, though. Mm. A little bit more like upbeat. Her voice is so good, though. Oh, yeah. my God. I could listen to her all day. I want to. I want her to read me the news. Like, sing it to me. Tell me what's going on. <laughs> She's great. But, yeah, her new song, How I'm Feeling, RN, is on there as well. And we've got new classics. Well, they're not new. They're classics. Uh, it's our last update of classics. Yeah, last and week. Next of week, I'll be making musical. a massive scene about all the ones that I didn't get onto the classics list, and I'm going to sing all of them for you. But I did <laughs> get one on this week, and I wonder which one it is. Oh, Alamino P, 1157. Bit of a classic. It's huge. Everything by Alamino P was huge. Fast Times in Tahoe. 
Fast Times in Tower. <laughs> like 11.57, huge. Every time mm. it's 11.57, I hear that song. And I want to thank LMNOP for um, making me the woman I am today. <laughs> because, boy, did I love LMNOP when I was an intermediate. And now, and right now. Yeah, it's a uh, it's New Zealand Music Month is always a cool month to be able to like look back and dig through the crates. Although I I would argue that like I think here on the Tahi like most of us are like real New Zealand music nerds. Yeah. Um. So like we're constantly sort of in that celebration. But like New Zealand Music Month brings like with it like some really great memories and like has me going back through the crates and being like, man, I forgot about that song. I forgot about Element of P because it wasn't really like the a music scene that I grew up in. But when I seen you pitch through Eleven Fifty Seven, I was like immediately took me back to Sticky TV. You know. Oh yeah. Element like, of P were everything to us because it was like yes, this video, the video of them that's you know the one with they're in the cooler the big freezer mm. and we're like wait 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 there's a female bass player mm. wearing a Ramones t-shirt like <laughs> jumping around we lost our damn minds mm. we loved them we loved her shout out Solani she's awesome like honestly yeah it's a, it's a great you know just like time to celebrate it's a shame that it's coming to an end but that does not mean that we will be stopping the celebrations of New Zealand music here on the Tahi um, but we just will be going back to adding some international acts and you know like dude like during I thought it was almost insulting that during New Zealand Music Month there was also some really good international releases because I was like you wow. know I'm not going to talk about you guys this is our month like mm, I can't mm, mm. yeah get out of here yeah we'll probably have a backdated list of records from the last month to add <laughs> to Kylie Minogue Padam Padam you know yeah new Kylie Minogue you can't go wrong can't go wrong know? But uh, make sure to check out that post with our latest ads to the Tahi stream over on the Tahi social media, as well as check us out on Spotify and the website for the music stream and our playlists. Getting back to it, though, let's talk about a complicated public holiday that's coming up, one that I love and hate at the same time. King's birthday? Is that what the... Is that We're the... calling it King's birthday, Because yes. somebody was telling me, because obviously it was uh, uh, Queen's birthday mm. and then somebody was saying it was monarchy day or like monarch's, monarch's birthday. birthday and i was like oh, okay is that what we're going with but apparently we're going with king's birthday yeah i'm just stoked to get a day off but i don't really i've never really understood what i was supposed to be doing on well, that day like, it's not even their birthday no it's just like a made-up day yeah so like i'm confused was it ever at any point in time the first like was it ever at any point in time the queen's birthday it might have been someone's birthday One i of mean the queen's it wasn't mine, it's not my i'm birthday. not you know i'm not super cleared up on that stuff no. but i'm gonna be honest with yeah. you but all i do know is that it's the first public holiday we've had in about a month or so and i am very excited about it but what do you do on king's Birthday? it's not like it's not like waitangi day where you can watch the waitangi service it's not like mm. anzac day where you can get up and go to a dawn service mm. It's King's birthday. Like, what, am I going to go, like, turn up at, like, you know, like, Infinity Bar for the King, you know? Like, what am I going to, what am I supposed to do for the King's birthday? Is there, like, like, because, you know, there's those, like, real hardcore royalists who, like, really love the royal family. Do they, like, party or do they do celebrations? Maybe they have a quiche or a lunch or something. That seems to be a massive theme with the coronation. Everyone's just having fancy lunches. Yeah. But, I mean, I, if they're calling it King's birthday, Mm. I mean, my king, Gerard Way, I'll celebrate his birthday mm, that day. Mm. You know, I'll listen to Black Parade all day. Don't worry mm. about it. But it's like, maybe it's just the king of your life, you know? If you want to mm. take it away from being not, you know, the royal family. Mm. Who's the king in your life? Who are you celebrating on king's birthday? Yeah, let's celebrate the real kings. For me, that's King Tuiatua and King Tuiaana. The two kings. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. The, 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 like, in Samoan, like, ancestry, those are the two kings that I'm, like, related to. Oh, huge. So, like, I'm just going to... Yeah, bro, king's birthday, man. It's them. 
That's who I'm thinking of on King's birthday. Who are you thinking of on King's birthday besides Gerard Way? Uh, Harry. Our boss man, Harry. Oh, King Harry. Harry. Yeah. Oh. Nah, um, jokes. What's nah. up, King? No, no, no. It's not a joke. <laughs> we got pay reviews coming up. He's king in my eyes, G. No, no. I'm thinking um, Harry, but Harry who left the royal family. Harry Windsor, uh, Harry Meghan. I'll say he's my king. He's right. my real king. Yeah. 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 Or j- Diana. He- my woman king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Angela Bassett did the thing. Like, maybe, you know? Angela Bassett would be... Like, honestly... <laughs> I could say something that I'm not going to... I don't want to... You know, royalists actually scare me, so I'm not going to say anything else. But I'm just going to say, like, as a Samoan man, us and the British don't have a great, you know, history. So, all right. Okay, moving on. Um, Let's, like... I mean... <laughs> I don't know how to come back from that. I King's birthday weekend? I'm going to be honest. Let's talk about plans. Let's get away from that. I'm doing nothing. I'm going to watch uh, Return of the King because I haven't watched yeah, it I feel like you do that most weekends, though. Yeah. No, I watched Two Towers that. the other weekend, so yeah. now it's time oh, okay. for Return All of the right. King. Extended edition, baby. I was planning Ooh, on going That's around. my king. Aragorn. Oh, that's a good king. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm going to... I just... I don't know, man. Kind of poor. Yes, I'm. <laughs> you know, like it's an off week for pay. Like, yeah, so I'm like, don't have any money going into long weekends. So I'm just kind of like, I don't think I'll, I think I'll just stay at home. That's okay. That's you okay. Know? Yeah. You know, that's okay. You got to rest. Moving over to news, uh, talk to us about the situation with Ruby Tui and New Zealand rugby. Well, on sports news, because I'm a sports lover, um, <laughs> basically, wheat bix, you know how they have those stat attack little like playing cards essentially yeah, for like rugby in the players? Box, yeah. So, for the first time, we're having the female players on those, which, which is, is really, really yeah. awesome. And also, it's 2023 and we're doing it now, but that's neither here nor there. We don't have enough time for that today. But what's happened is Ruby Tui, one of the biggest stars sort of, mm. of women's sport in New Zealand right now, uh, has said that she is refusing to be a part of this card thing because NZ Rugby refused her request to put a pride flag on her card. Mm. Uh, the game's governing body uh, said that to have a change, we would feel that we'd need to consult with all the players and that there simply wasn't time to change the cards because they had already started printing them, but they said they're not ruling out allowing rainbow flags in the future. What do you think about that? <laughs> I mean, like, I, I don't, I don't, like, you know, like, I support the rainbow community. I don't see, like, so I, like, in my mind, I'm just like, that seems like a simple request mm. to, to, you know, honour. It's not, it's not asking too much just to be supportive of people's identity like that just seems a little wild to me and saying that I'm aware that New Zealand Rugby did say that they had already started printing the cards when the request was made but to me it's kind of like I just my personal opinion is for things like that you kind of just take the hit and reprint them in my mind it's like you know it's something that's very meaningful to ruby as a player mm-hmm. uh, it's something that's very meaningful to just people here in aotearoa and it just seems like one of those things where you just kind of got to respect that request and be like look we'll take the hit on it but this is the right thing to do that's inclusive and supportive understand that they wanted to consult all players because maybe other players would like that kind of thing mm. but like um you know like what's the harm in What's the harm in that? I feel like it, yeah. it would be, it would do more good to just, you know, go out of your way to make this happen. Well, the interesting thing about it is NZ Rugby has taken the Pride Pledge, which mm. is basically a pledge that we could talk about it for ages, but it's mm. basically supporting the queer community in mm. the workplace. But Sanitarium, uh, who own 
Wheat Bix, mm. um, uh, owned by the Seventh Day Adventist Church, who have who are not supporters of the Pride Pledge. Mm. They have not taken the Pride Pledge. So some people are saying that maybe there is a connection there. Uh, no one's commented on that. I don't know, but um, Ruby Toey's really standing up for herself here, and um, I think power to her. Stand up for yourself. I mean, yeah. Whatever, whatever you feel about it personally out mm. there, you know, maybe you don't feel the same way. But I just think if you you want to represent yourself mm. on this moment that we haven't had before of like these female sports players on cards, like do it, stand up for yourself. Mm. Why not? Yeah, um, I feel like regardless of whether or not you agree with uh, Ruby's identity, which is kind of like a weird thing to say, but like mm. you should at least be able to respect the fact that she's taken a stand for something that means a lot to her, right? That's that is it, like boil it down to that. That is a respectable like position for her to take, and you gotta you gotta respect that. I love Ruby. I think like she's awesome. I think, yeah, you know, like she's such a great role model. I think that her taking this stance is so cool. It is like the right thing to do, and I really commend her for like what is making like would would have been a very difficult decision to make. Hundred percent. I just wish that um I had stuff like this when I was a little girl. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about it. Shout outs, Ruby. Speaking of female athletes, welcoming back to the show after her UFC MMA injury, Evie. <laughs> I saw that, <laughs> and I was like, are people, no one's going to think I actually, like, Got cauliflower, yeah. yeah like, I, don't, I don't think that, that that wasn't what happened. That wasn't what happened, here's what, or was it? Here's what really happened. Here's the truth of the situation. Uh, I got sick, and one thing about me, I love a good rail system, okay? I will, I love it, I want to know all about it. It is what it is. No one diagnosed me with anything. Okay. So while I was sick, I got really obsessed with a specific rail line. Mm. Would you like to hear a bunch of facts about it? What's the name of the rail line? Okay. So it's in a city in China called Chongqing. So you may have seen these clips on TikTok. In Chongqing, they have a monorail system that is connected to their above ground metro. And this monorail system is not only the longest monorail system in the world. It goes through a residential building. So there's an apartment building with a big hole in the middle that oh, is a train really? station and the and the monorail goes through the house. It's so cool. So what happened was when they were building it, there was like, so over there, right, in the city in Chongqing, there's like, it's very mountainous, but it's also very densely populated. So making a train system, quite the challenge, you know, quite mm. the challenge. But you've got to move these people around. So they there was a piece of land where they wanted to build this monorail, but a land developer had already purchased it. And this land developer was like, well, like, I know you guys need to build this, but like, I'm trying to build an apartment building. Mm. So what are we going to do? So this like um, this engineer guy who lives and works in the city he's a professor lives there born there he was like well I'll just put it through the house and they did it and it is so cool and they use this really intense soundproofing technology so that the people in this residential building like you don't really hear it mm. and also you get the elevator down to the train station in your house very cool also this train line i'm obsessed with it it has everything it has everything it also has the longest um single like bridge like train bridge monorail bridge in the world also in the world in the world it is 1650 meters long the longest metro only suspension bridge by main span in the world jesus yeah it's so cool and i have to go there and get (laughs) on the monorail i want to go through the house can you explain to me like what what's a monorail okay so monorail monorail 
monorail. Sorry, I had to do it. Yeah, you had to get that. Um, A monorail Mm. is like, uh, if you think about like a train line, a metro train line, it's Mm. on like flat tracks Mm. and it sits on top. A monorail is like, goes over the sides. It like connects onto it more like... I don't actually know how to explain a monorail very Yeah, well. I still don't understand a what a monorail... But, okay, so there's a difference between a monorail and, like, a normal train. I'm going to look up the official definition of a monorail. You can explain that to me after of the show. A monorail. Um, a monorail is a single rail serving as a track for cars that balance or hang from it. So it's not, like, doo-doo on the tracks. It's, like... This is not. Anyway. It's not helping me understand. I really anyway, like monorails, and I'm, I really. I'm like very trains. impressed by your distinct knowledge of this particular train line and monorails. It's really cool. Yeah, I do respect it. So they have a loop that's above ground, and the monorails got off from the loop. It's really cool, man. <laughs> like I don't. I just. I real. I real like good trains. You've always been obsessed with this line, or did this obsession just? Fester while you were sick. Uh, I was pretty bored, but I was sick. But okay. I mean, I've I've mm. been really into other train lines in the past. Um, do not get me started on the Trans Siberian Railway because mm. we will be here mm. all night. Um, oh, you want to talk about? Tra- do not get me started on the Southern Line. Oh yeah, just in general. All <laughs> do you know right? what's so funny about all of this? Is like I love trains, I love train systems, and I live in a city where I never get the train. Mm. Like, when I go overseas, when I travel, the first thing I do is just dedicate two days to riding around on the trains. Because oh, I'm a ball of fun. Mm. And that's what I want to do. But here, in, in Tamaki Mikado, nah, probably not going to do it. But uh, if I ever get over to China, um, which I'm going to do. I'm going to. i got to go see this train line, man. i got to do it. Yeah. I also got 3,000 points on um, Chongqing on Mini Metro. Just throwing that in. I love Mini Metro. Might as well sponsor the show at this point. I, it's my favourite game. I love that sponsor. game. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back at that time of the show. Time to say goodbye. Or, well, at least talk about whatever we want to talk about. Literally on our prep sheet, when we prepped the last part of the show, it just says, mm. whatever we want. Yeah, whatever we feel like. Have you any dreams lately? Well, I'm not talking about dreams. What a random... I hate... No, let, let me talk about this. I hate... Hate, I hate nothing more than people telling me about their dreams. Cause I don't look. I I like. I care about you, but I don't care about your dreams. I'm sorry. You look very sad. I'm about, about this. to tell. Ta- yeah. I know. Don't tell me. Because I don't. No. But I'm, I'm not gonna. Dream. But I'm gonna so be very. I had this I'm dream, not gonna listen. Um. That I've <laughs> been having a few of these dreams where I keep getting lost in forests. Did you ask me about dreams just so you could talk about your dream? Yeah. It's how I okay. communicate. I All just right. ask. Lost. I'm like. I'm like. Oh, what do you think of this song? And then they tell me, and I don't listen. I'm just waiting to tell me what I think of the song. <laughs> yeah. I, you, you know what? That is. I, I appreciate your honesty on that. That is what it is, yeah. man. I don't do it all the time, but it's like, it is, it is, everyone does it. All right, tell me about your dream. Oh, it doesn't matter anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that interesting. No, you know what? It's just because, like, people, like, will tell you about a dream, and, like, none of the dream makes sense, because that's dreams, right? Mm. And, like, everyone has very vague memories of a dream. Mm. Nobody's, like, very clued up on them. And then, like, like, I remember seeing a therapist once, and she, like, was, like, this one particular therapist was adamant that dreams mean something. Oh, yeah. And she loved, like, being like, I need you to keep a dream journal and, like, write down what Ooh. your dreams, and then we talk about them. And I remember just every time, it was, like, my favorite part of therapy because I just looked forward to hearing whatever wild thing she had to say about what my dreams meant. And it would be like, yeah, I was chased around by a giant sandwich with arms and legs, and she's like, I think you got a fear of this. And it was just like, I don't think that's the correlation, but, like, cool to you man I think, like, some, I think dreams can mean something sometimes right like if you have anxiety dreams about something mm. 
specific. You're obviously anxious about that. Thing, yeah, there's right? like, there's like, like, there could be like overarching themes, but like, I don't think you can sit down and be like, you know, I, I, I feel like you're seeing this thing and you're like, I don't know, there's just like, you get almost into conspiracy theories for dreams. I mean, I have friends who are very into, um, like you know, really like palms and well, yeah, they like yeah. crystals and they they like um, astrology and they sort of like mm. keep dream journals things like that. Mm. And um, I find it actually like super interesting, like finding out what my dreams mean. Shout out to Helena, like it's I don't know, it's kind of cool. I do have a lot of like vivid dreams though. Like I always, I don't sleep very well. Such a, it's so, like. I have vivid dreams. I have vivid dreams. I have. I've vivid seen dreams. the future. Yeah, I've seen things. I know man. what happens. In my, I've seen things up here that you could. Yeah, I could just. You can't comprehend, man. I just. Yeah, I don't sleep well. I've never slept well. I've always sleep really lightly, and like so. I just like my dreams are really weird and like intense, and I have them all the time. But like, I don't know. Usually forget them. <laughs> That's my story. You know, like uh, no, I will say like you ever had a dream where like it just kind of ruins the rest of your day. Oh yeah, yes. those are the bit. Like you could, it could, it's just a dream. Like you wake up and you're just thrown off yep. for the entire. I had one of those like a week or two ago, and I like was just like, "What am I doing with my day, man?" The whole day was just like ruined. It was just like my day just started off bad because of this like, dream. Uh, dreams where my boyfriend cheats on me or something, <laughs> and then and then like, well, okay, so one time I had this dream that my boyfriend cheated on me, but you know when you first wake up and you like think that it's real mm. i was so sad i was so sad i wasn't even mad at him like i didn't even do that thing that girls do they're like you were mean to me in a dream so you're gonna make up for it in real life like i didn't mm. even do that for once i didn't even do that and i was just so sad and then it wasn't until i like got to work that i realized it was like it was a dream it didn't happen mm. and i was like oh i should like text him back <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, like actually held that again. That I was hilarious. like, "Why is he messaging me saying good morning? It doesn't even want me." Like <laughs> <laughs> after what he did to me so last night. To me, how like, dare yeah. you? The audacity of this man! I felt pretty bad about that. To be fair. Yeah, you know, um, send us your dreams. We'd love to hear your dream journals. Maybe. Oh yeah, tell me yeah. about your dreams, and then I'll just I'll diagnose what they mean. Yeah, that'll be fun. You'd enjoy doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Feel free to send us your dreams. Um, email. What's a good email to send them to? Tunes at Tahi. Yeah, tunes, T-U-N-E-S, at tahi, dot, co dot nz? Is it dot co dot nz or dot fm? Dot dot fm. fm. Tunes dot, at tahi dot fm. Tell us your dreams. Email, email us your dream journals. That would be awesome. And until we see you on Thursday, we continue celebrating Samoan Language Week. So here's another phrase for you. Tofasui for goodbye, Manwiliasu. Have a great day. <laughs>